0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Rob. I'm Caleb. And this is everybody in the
1: (laughs) the conference room. That was the worst. It was so
0: bad. That was the worst. (laughs) Um, It's
1: going to be impossible why we have coronacation going on. I know. Because it's like a... It's like a half second delay. It drives me nuts. I know. You once know we're, what? we're we're rolling with
0: it. Once we're united again in in yeah in body and not just spirit. Wait, that sounds weird. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: miss your,
0: uh, I miss your scent. Mr. Musk.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> miss, miss, Mr. Mr. Mu- I think when all this is over, you and I should get an apartment
0: together. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it's so good. Um. Hey. Yeah. You might have noticed uh, the lack of a female voice in the room. Andy is taking the night off. So. Uh, Sad. Yeah, she. I think she's got like a. But ba- needed. I think she's taking a, She got like a bath bomb going or something like that. So. Oh yeah, dude. There she's living go. her best life right now. So. Heck
1: yeah! I would have that going with some uh, chicken nuggets, maybe a little uh, BBQ dipping sauce on the side. Oh you know? baby,
0: that's what I'm talking about.
1: Chicken nuggets in a bathtub. That's safe. <laughs> that's, that's that's safe for your mental shelf. Okay, wait sure. a minute.
0: We haven't even got into the intro for this episode, but I I do I mean. I have to know what's the like most cringiest thing you've ever eaten while in the bath. You got to just have a dish oh. right now. <laughs>
1: okay. I so I don't have one, but as soon as you said that I knew where you were going to go and I already <laughs> thought of one in high school. Uh, one, of, one of my best friends, we went to his house one time and you know, this 17-year-old dude were kind of gross, but he had like <laughs> his own bathroom. So we go into the bathroom, and on the top of the toilet literally is a half-eaten, like, sirloin steak <laughs> with a steak knife and a fork there. And we were like, dude, just answer us truthfully. Were you eating this steak while you were, you know, dropping ham on the toilet right And here? Uh, <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, yeah, what's the deal? And we were like, that's – even, like, our 17-year-old brains were like, oh, that's really – bad it's foul that's that's... yeah that's the first thing i thought of i haven't had anything too crazy i don't know i had to take an oatmeal bath one time when i had the chicken pox
0: excellent so there you go
1: that was relaxing though
0: soothing it's good for you yeah (laughs) Alright, enough, enough bath talk uh, <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the show uh, As always, make sure you uh, Subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts And if you leave us a review on uh, iTunes and It's that good five star, we will Read it live on the air, uh, make sure you tell a friend about the show Super tangible way to help out And we really appreciate it And then come check us out yeah. on Patreon at patreon.com Slash an office pod uh, Three bucks a month gets you access to the after party At Poor Richard's and tonight In honor Phyllis's wedding. Yes. We're talking uh, embarrassing or awkward wedding stories. It doesn't necessarily have to be about our wedding, but it mm. might It might be. You never know. You got to tune in. Check it out. It might
1: include a story or two. That's Who right. knows? Meet that, us at Poor Richard's.
0: That's right. So come, uh, come meet us at the after party at Poor Richard's. Just three bucks a month gets you access. And speaking of patrons, want to say thanks to all of our patrons uh, for all your support. We really, really ap- appreciate it. And a special shout out to our $20 patron, the assistant to the regional manager, Brian Cavassos.
1: Cavassos. Well done, sir, Brian. A oh, little... Oh, I can get that going.
0: Yeah. See that? Yeah, that's good. Look at that's that. It's, like, yeah. it's almost like the equivalent of like the, the, the snapping, you know, but like Poor Richard style. So
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they clap at Poor Richard. Exactly. There you go. Uh, all
0: right. So uh, tonight, we are going to jump into season three, episode 15, Phyllis's Wedding. Um, yep. Before we do, really quick, uh, how's your quarantine going? Are you doing well? It's
1: it's going good. Let me tell you, I've really I've really doubled down on this this cooking habit that Ferris and I <laughs> have started. Excellent. Uh, today, I made my own lemon vinaigrette dressing. Oh, look for at lunch. you!
0: Were you wearing Which an apron t- when you did this?
1: I wear a, I wear one a lot of the times, but not from this. <laughs> uh, but you know, so whipping up a forty five minute lunch, you know that that stuff's going on, but then. You know, um, it's it's sad. It's hard to be by yourself a lot. So we're ready to to see friends and all that stuff too. But it's, we'll I mean, get through it.
0: Forty five minute lunches. I mean, it sounds like you're living your best life over there right now. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: better than uh, my usual lunch of forty five minute uh, Domino's uh, pizza warm up from last <laughs> night. So <laughs> you know, it's been good. So dude, my co- cooking's been fun. Uh,
0: I I rode a razor scooter today. Oh yes, sir. It was, it was the bomb and uh I rode a razor scooter to my mailbox and picked up my latest issue of Mad magazine. So that tells you the kind <laughs> of <laughs> So you have reverted to thirteen years old. It was amazing. And, yeah. Uh
1: you're doing some sick ollies on your razor scooter Heck on the yeah. way to get your Mad tail, Max magazine.
0: Tail whip. You ever, have so you ever awesome, read Mad man. Magazine?
1: Um, I did back in like dentist office and stuff. Your like, dentist
0: office had Mad magazine in it?
1: I feel like it did. Isn't oh, that like babe. a popular one?
0: I mean not in a dentist office. It gets a little <laughs> Oh,
1: is it, like inappropriate? Maybe not.
0: It's not like know. it's not like in a pro it just has like uh like if like I wouldn't let my four year old daughter pick it up and read oh, okay. it because it's got like, you know, some gross like Yeah. You know, it's just... like
1: like Comedy Central level esque.
0: Sure, yeah, it's got like a, it's got like those Ren and Stimpy vibes a little bit. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah, stuff all like right. that. So, all, all right.
1: right, yeah. So maybe not a dentist's office. Maybe I haven't read this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got some old issues I can pass you. You'll love it.
1: That's yeah, fun. dude. Let's uh, look, let me see those. After Excellent.
0: This. There you go. All right, uh, let's jump in here. So tonight, Phyllis is getting married. Dwight is getting to work. Toby gets a date, and Michael gets kicked out. This is. Phyllis's wedding, season three, episode fifteen of The Office. All right. So as the episode opens, uh, Jim has devised this amazing prank and plan. Uh, yep. He is he he says, "Oh man, I lost a file. I got to restart his computer." And it plays that windows restarting noise. And then he offers Dwight an Altoid. Yes. And what he breaks yeah, down he for us is that he is reading. Uh, essentially, I believe it's he's reading about Pavlov's dogs. That <laughs> yeah. he, he taught these dogs to salivate by feeding them every time a bell rings. And yeah. so when he rings the bell, they salivate. And it's like he just trains them for this. Well... He's attempting to train Dwight in the same way, except with Altoids and the uh, computer restarting noise. Yeah. And it gets far enough down the road that he restarts his computer, does not offer an Altoid, and Dwight just puts his hand up.
1: <laughs> I love this. It's for amazing. A it works. <laughs> One, because, like, say what you will about Jim. I know some people are like, oh, I, I'm a Jim hater. Like, he missed the boat on Karen or whatever, right? Whatever. Jim commits to the prank, dude. Like, he <laughs> is a committer, and, like, when he decides he's going to prank. Like, this, is, how many this weeks? is probably weeks in the making, dude. Yeah. Oh, for this sure. this is like, oh, I'll restart, you know, Microsoft Windows 98, uh, you know, four times real quick and sure. be done with this. This is probably, like, four or five weeks.
0: you got to think about the time investment. How many yeah. Altoids did he go through for this? <laughs> oh, <dude.
1: laughs> Bulk order, Amazon, baby. That's right. That's they right. know how to do it.
0: They're like, whoever this Jim uh, guy is in Scranton, he's keeping us afloat over here. <laughs>
1: We're like, we legally cannot send you any more outdoors (laughs) to your home. It is against the law at this point.
0: So when we come back from the credits, we find out that it is Phyllis's big day. She is getting married and uh, we're out in front of the church. The photographer's taking those good wedding photos and Michael just keeps inserting himself. And oh my this wedding photographer is genius because he says, All right, let's just get one of Phyllis with the parents and then as everybody's leaving, he's like, Wait a minute, actually let's get the bridesmaids back up there, let's get this person back up there and it's everybody basically it's but Michael.
1: So good. <laughs> he he uses like the same tact that like a preschool teacher would use, sure. like <laughs> to, like not make the uh the kid that's acting up feel bad.
0: Totally, and, totally. Uh,
1: it's dude but this is just the this is tip of the iceberg for michael's cringe throughout oh. this episode dude like i would almost give this like a, like a i'm sure there's one that's worse but probably like a third or fourth place to scott's tots Okay, like in level of cringe just yeah. because man it's bad Oh. it's hard
0: well, this this kind of stirred up a old memory from my wedding and i'm gonna give this one away but there's gonna be more there's gonna be more tonight at poor richards we're talking awkward <laughs> oh, wedding stories poor richards, baby. But i'm gonna <laughs> give one away um so at our wedding so uh andy comes from a hispanic family okay big family okay yeah and i come from a very a smaller family um so when it came time to do photos with her side of the family there's so many people and we're trying to get everybody like situated (laughs) and like everybody's like trying to calling this person over and trying to get it all organized. And the photographer is starting to kind of like get impatient. And so she's saying, she's saying everybody over here. Okay. This person. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hurry up. up." And it's a huge Hispanic family. So she decides to play the card and say, okay, come on guys. Come on. Oh my gosh. Does anybody here speak Spanish? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, No. <laughs> to which Andy's aunt, who is a little firecracker, turns and looks at her and goes, "We speak English." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dang! She, don't mess with Andy's aunt.
0: She felt like an idiot. I'm going to tell you that right now, dude. That that's that's
1: intense. Oof. <laughs> I'm big. ready for this full story later. <laughs> it was
0: a big oof. Um, but what we find out as we head into the uh, as we head into the church is that Michael is in the wedding party. Okay, he's weaseled his way in. He gets to push Phyllis's dad down the aisle in a wheelchair.
1: Yes. In essence, Michael is walking the uh, bride down the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he places himself in, like, this fatherly figure That's right. Phyllis's life.
0: He's even co- though they're
1: the same age.
0: Yeah, he's co-giving away the bride is, is the way he puts it. And he it. will
1: later in this episode say, uh, everybody knew Phyllis in high school as Easy Rider. Oh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> so... God. It is. Uh, this is this is part of the cringe factor, dude. It's just, oh my gosh. The thoughts that go through this guy's brain.
0: I love it too because he says, uh, you know, he's, he's kind of co-giving away the bride. And as her employer, it's kind of like he's paying for the wedding and he's happy to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm happy to do it. Oh happy. gosh. Almost obligated.
0: But what we hear from Phyllis is actually she did include Michael and she did that because... Uh, That was the only way she could think of to get six weeks off for her honeymoon.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then she looks at the camera and says, no one's ever got six weeks before.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Playing the system. That is
1: a massive honeymoon, dude. That's a month and a half. Oh, my gosh.
0: That's nuts, dude. So nuts. Um, But what we find out, uh, the first of many coincidences, Pam uh, chimes in and says, Phyllis used our same invitations. Yep. It was like getting invited to my own wedding, sort of. That's what she said. And she
1: holds them up side by side, and they both even look like they start with our names. (laughs) Oh,
0: my gosh. It's identical. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, And as we cut back out into the parking lot, people are showing up for the wedding. So Jim is walking in with Karen. Stanley's there with his wife. Mistress? (laughs) Miss, mistress, yeah, I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> no, This this is one of the mistresses for sure. This is before we get into his track record of like you know hooking up with his nurses and stuff. Being a, a womanizer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, but as they're walking in, uh, they're both carrying gifts, and they find out they both got him a toaster, which is as as Stanley put it, unbelievable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stanley so stuck. First of all, you know, Stanley's pissed because this is basically another day with his co-workers, which he constantly tries to avoid. And then he's having to go to this wedding and he finds out, I got a toaster just like uh, Jim and Pam. That's frustrating. Oh,
0: man. Oh, man.
1: Feel bad for you. Absolutely. Stanley.
0: And uh, hey, just a real quick, uh, if you're listening on iTunes, we have Instagram live going. And I just want to give a little shout out to Mr. Brian Cavasso's in the chat.
1: Cavazos. All up in the chat assistant to the regional manager that's
0: right that's right big money up in the house ladies and gentlemen <laughs>
1: <laughs> big dollar dollar bills that's right uh, he is a billionaire for sure that's
0: right that's good stuff um also we see dwight and angela okay they happen to show up at the same time and uh they uh <laughs> dwight decides to let angela know that she looks so beautiful as beautiful as the Queen of England,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which this is early 2000 so even then the Queen of England's like 104 <laughs> at this point. So <laughs> I don't, it's crazy, dude.
0: She had already celebrated her centennial at this point, ladies and gentlemen. The Queen
1: of England and Betty White are going to live forever, dude. Like yeah, they dude. just have some sort of gene that. Just keeps going, you know.
0: Which actually, okay, a little bit, little rabbit trail. Uh, so a few weeks ago, she like did a like, like a almost like a state of the like an address. Like she gave like a she made a video for the people of the UK. Did you see this?
1: I did not see this.
0: Okay, so she's so she just kind of addressed the country and was like basically saying, uh, you know, like hey, you know, this is we're going to get through this and, you know, we'll come out stronger and we're going to keep, she said, the line she said towards the end was amazing. Cause it was like, you know, our, our, uh, our English pride and sense, you know, while keeping our English pride and sensibility or something like that, it was so, yeah. it's freaking awesome. But what was amazing about it is that she wore a green dress. So everybody now is memeing the queen of England with like, rush t-shirts and like <laughs> like just photoshopping all yes. this stuff it's so amazing oh my she gosh
1: basically like wore a green screen yes yes exactly
0: like, oh it's so please awesome
1: Photoshop me. i've got to. i've got to check this out after this so yeah that's on, that's it's on it's awesome. on youtube
0: yeah i saw it a few weeks ago it's awesome um so yeah angela's looking uh i mean he says she's as beautiful as a queen of england eh, we'll see about that anyways um yeah. But then Dwight sort of breaks down. This is amazing. He breaks down that, uh, you know, for Schroots, that, you know, weddings and funerals, they're kind of this beautiful thing. We yeah. He says that Shroots actually get married standing in their own graves.
1: <laughs> Which is, like, awesome, dude. So <laughs> so freaking metal. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, like yeah.
0: Till death do us part.
1: started, like, my brain just started playing Hawthorne Heights. Oh, baby. Let's go. Early 2000s. <laughs>
0: Hey there (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh You're taking taking me back Anyways (laughs) So uh, yeah they get married in their graves Okay but uh, He says basically what ends up happening because of that Is that our funerals Are incredibly romantic But our weddings are kind of bleak affairs (laughs) Oh my gosh Uh. So we go into the church and people are waiting in line to sign the guest book, drop off their gifts and all that stuff. And they have one of those, what is it, like a wreath or something? Like, what do you call that? Like an arrangement?
1: Um, I don't, yeah. Let's call it an arrangement. That sounds fancy. It's an like arrangement. This
0: beautiful arrangement. But yeah. it has, in the middle, it has, uh, P and R for, and we find out, because Karen is kind of like P and R. What's that? It's Phyllis and Robert. Phyllis and Bob Vance. Phyllis and Robert. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then we cut to Pam who says, Oh, also Pam and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the we got the invitation she's that was so similar. Mad. And then now we've got the P and R heart arrangement that seemed similar as well. So it's
1: Pam, too many box that, boxes that we're checking here.
0: Yeah, Pam is putting the uh, she's putting the the pieces together. And I do want to say, if you're if you watch the episode and you pause right there where Pam points out, also Pam and Roy, if you pause it. Behind her on one of the uh gifts, there's a card that's attached to the big gift. Later, Creed will trade it. Whoever wrote Phyllis and Bob on that card, their handwriting is freaking awesome, dude. You want to talk about metal? It's like <laughs> I can't even describe it. It's like the way, I like I gotta look at this, like the old like uh, like Striper logo or something. It's really like, awesome. It's like the
1: old like Metallica logo, yeah. Or...
0: Like the way they wrote okay. Phyllis and Bob. Like I'm assuming it might have been. Dwight, but <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so or, good. Yeah,
1: that's gotta be like Dwight or like Kevin. Or yeah, something, yeah. Right? It,
0: it has like that uh, like a little bit of calligraphy but like definitely metal influence on it for <laughs> yeah. sure. It's so awesome. Um, but as we uh, so then we get to cut into the bridal room, okay? Yeah. Phyllis is getting ready for her wedding and Michael decides that he's going to check on her. Um, he says, Man, you look as beautiful as the first day you started at Thunder Mifflin, which is really sweet. Until Phyllis points out, Yeah, it was great even the first time you said it to me outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, dude. Michael then offers to talk her through the wedding night. Um,
1: which, do you even want to know what that advice would have been like? Coming from Michael.
0: I feel like it would have started out with him giving advice, but by the end, it would have been him asking more questions than giving answers.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Is it true that if you do not use it, that you truly do
0: lose Lose it? it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, He offers to talk her through the wedding night, but then it appears that someone in the room, uh, cut the, cut the cheese, I guess is a good way to put it.
1: (laughs) I think he says, uh, Phyllis, pardon me, but did you break wind?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you did. It's okay. You're nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He tries to get back on track, but he just can't. He says, and I quote, man, that's pungent. I. <laughs> um, oh, uh... By the end of it, he uh, insults her hairstyle and te- tells her to cover up the bald spot and gets yeah. kicked out. So,
1: Yeah, classic Michael.
0: Not off to a great start. Um, it's then that we find out that Michael has been in one other wedding before. This is not his first rodeo, cowboy. Um no, he's a pro. That's right. He's been in one other wedding before. He says when my mom married Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Chedra Cruz chat. What's up? Um Oh, that's
1: my aunt. What up,
0: Tedra? Oh, dang, sweet. Welcome yeah. welcome to the jungle. It's it, tonight that's is right. tonight is boys night so get ready
1: (laughs) we we did like old uh, like AIM chat intros like I used to have like a freaking Linkin Park riff that I was like oh it's so heavy every time you signed in or what no every time somebody sent me a message it would be like dun 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 I was like oh man was that some paper cut
0: right there from hybrid theory is that what I'm hearing it
1: probably was dude oh baby Uh, yeah fun fact my parents made me throw my Linkin Park CD out the window so they thought thought it was uh, Satanic Panic so that's, that's
0: the devil's music (laughs)
1: <laughs> Rip to that paper cut. <laughs> that paper cut CD that's somewhere out there.
0: Dang it. Oh, man. Somebody scored big time. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, he was in another wedding one other time when his mom married Jeff and he got emotional. He wet his pants halfway down the aisle. <laughs>
1: but what's funny is he doesn't describe it as saying, like, I wet my pants. He's like, somehow liquid formed on the front of my pants. <laughs> And everybody's upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
0: he proceeds to then yell, I hate you and run away. And then Jeff's yeah. dog got to be the ring bearer instead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he says, which is funny because afterwards the dog peed on everything. And nobody cared.
0: Nobody cared. It's so ironic. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so then we cut into the actual uh, uh, aud- auditorium sanctuary. I don't know what you call it at that church, but um Everybody's filing in The guests are showing up And Jim and Dwight are walking in as well And Dwight is just upset He's like there are too many people here Too many people on this earth We need a new plague (laughs) Talk about not aging well dude that is
1: horrible timing when we when i was watching this for this week i was like oh boy this Yo. is gonna be fun to
0: talk yeah. about
1: so
0: uh we need a new plague who yeah. are all these people
1: oh and too too soon dwight
0: i know for real but jim uh man jim just thinking on his feet he suggests that a lot of them could be wedding crashers <laughs> He asked Dwight if Dwight's ever seen the movie Wedding Crashers. And Dwight is like, yes, of course. And we find out that the reason Dwight saw the movie Wedding Crashers was on accident. He bought a ticket to Grizzly Man and accidentally went into the wrong (laughs) theater. But he didn't walk out. He waited because he thought the bear would strike uh, at any time. Because that's the thing about about bear attacks. You never know when they're going to happen.
1: Exactly. dude. He's like, you just never know when they're going to pop up. Which is like... Who would direct a movie that's an hour and forty-five minutes of a wedding movie and then a <laughs> grizzly bear? Just, that would be like the longest, like Eric Andre type sketch that's ever existed. So oh, sh- I mean, for sure, it has that. It's it funny like the, though.
0: It has like a like a sci-fi Sharknado vibe to it. You know what I mean? Like
1: <laughs> yeah, bear weddings. Oh my gosh,
0: um, but Dwight basically tells Jim, "I will smoke out the wedding crashers." And I will report them to Phyllis. So he's on the job. He's got it covered. Yeah, and I
1: think he says, oh, this is my gift because I didn't get
0: them a gift. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also don't have to get them a gift now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Um, As people are sitting down and getting ready for the ceremony to start, Kevin's sitting next to Toby. And uh, Kevin introduces himself to Toby's date uh kevin asks where he got her and toby says we met at the gym and kevin does not believe him <laughs>
1: <laughs> at first i thought i thought toby was throwing shade at kevin i was like dang like oh because he's big uh so
0: mean. <laughs> i didn't even draw that conclusion that's messed See, up
1: maybe my brain's just freaking broken but i was no, like oh beautiful. dude that's so mean um like, you know, secret me and Toby, but yeah, it's so funny that, that, to- and like, we'll get to something else later that's so funny that happens with Toby too.
0: So is, is Kevin insinuating that Toby like hired <laughs> a, hired a date? Is that what we're talking about here?
1: I think that's the only way that Kevin's brain can compute it. At that
0: point. <laughs> He's like, this does not line up at all. Uh, we cut across the aisle to Kelly who is wearing white and Meredith calls her out on it. You're not, I thought you're not supposed to wear white to a wedding. She says, yeah, it was an emergency. Cut to a talking head of Kelly. We find out the emergency is, I look really good in white. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the emergency was how awesome I looked in it. So.
0: I looked incredibly good looking.
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, you've seen Zoolander, right?
1: Oh yeah, dude. Blue Steel, man. Blue Steel.
0: Okay, good. We're good. I'm a Letigre man myself, but I get get it. I know what you mean.
1: (laughs) I think I got the black lung. (laughs) Uh
0: You've been down there a day, Derek. Come talk to me in 30 years. That's one of my favorite parts. I love this one.
1: Every time I talk, I garble. uh, My own grandkids can't even understand me. (laughs)
0: Uh, so we uh, we cut back to the end of the aisle. Everybody's getting lined up. The wedding is getting ready to start. Michael is preparing Phyllis's dad, Elbert, which is probably the coolest name ever. Preparing Dude, him to go Elbert, down the aisle. If
1: Elbert's your name, one how? Okay, <laughs> first of all. But but two, you better have an insane like special skill that like none of us have ever heard of that would blow our minds. If you if you're walking around with that title, you know, it's like it's like people that play bass guitar. Like if they play bass up on their chest like this, you're like this dude is about to slap or. <laughs> He's he is gonna be a total trash can like there's no there's no in between if you're rocking it that high
0: i feel like elbert uh is the kind of guy who used to jump start a car with a screwdriver <laughs>
1: yeah. or just smash it with his fist yeah uh
0: elbert was the kind of guy who like every country he went to in world war ii he got a can of dirt and brought it home so he could sniff it <laughs>
1: i got this one in italy that's right uh, now go and buy yourself a spaceship <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so he's uh, so Albert, Ma- dude. michael is preparing elbert to go down the aisle in his wheelchair and uh then he sees the, the the ring bearer which is a kid walk by and i love that michael's reaction to this is i could do better i will do better <laughs> <laughs> He's just dunking on this kid for some reason. Uh but uh yeah, he's he's psyching himself out. He's like, This is wedding number two for me. I'm gonna nail this. I got this.
1: He knows what's on the line right now, dude. Right. He knows that he's he's been in the show before and you know, he he's fallen on his face, and so now he's uh he's ready to step up to the plate and take the challenge, man. He's <laughs> uh he's all in on walking Phyllis down the aisle which we're about to see means like literally just forcing his way in.
0: That's right. He's just like, if I can just make it down the aisle without wetting my pants, it's a victory. I win. That's
1: right. If I make it without peeing my pants at the end, I win.
0: That's right. Uh, So then the doors open and everybody turns to see the bride and there is Phyllis in her wedding dress. And Pam immediately realizes, Oh my gosh, that's my dress.
1: Which? What do you even say, dude? Like, because Phyllis has to know, right? That's too many. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Similarities.
0: Oh for sure. So uh, we got invitations. Awkward. We got the arrangement. Now the actual wedding dress. Yowza! <laughs> Dang, dude. Um, so they start to walk down the aisle, and halfway down the aisle, Elbert gets a, a surge of that good like 1940s energy <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that that golden era energy man he, right. uh, he throws that freaking emergency brake on the wheelchair I know, dude and he brings it to a screeching halt and he's like I'll take it from here Mike
0: that's right he tries to stand uh, up and Michael <laughs> pushes him back down
1: <laughs> he like he's like a drowning victim like when they freak out and grab you and like pull you For down real. he just like freaks out and like pulls his shoulders down It's <laughs> so awesome
0: yeah uh, But then Elbert says, no, it's okay. And he stands up and he is going to walk Phyllis the rest of the way down the aisle, leaving Michael in the wheelchair (laughs) mid-aisle. And I love that you hear somebody in the crowd say, it's a miracle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a miracle. (laughs) To which Michael does turn around and whispers into the camera. And I quote, he says, this is bull. Yes, yes, he does say that. <laughs> he's so mad because he's just standing in the middle of the aisle with a
0: wheelchair. Um, and we get like a quick talking head of Michael, which it must be later, but he basically says like, you know, me walking Phyllis down the aisle was supposed to be the highlight. But then Elbert <laughs> had to go and steal the show. So now the wedding will have no highlight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Zero highlight if Michael uh, is not walking Phyllis down the aisle. He still finds a way to get involved, though.
0: That's right. Michael decides that the next best thing he could do is drag the wheelchair the rest of the way down the aisle. Yeah, dude. Do the slow march up the stairs.
1: Yes. The (laughs) the marching band style entryway. Like, Uh. so weird.
0: And then uh, he decides to he he can't stand in the back of the line of the groomsmen. He has to weasel his way at least one <laughs> in front of one guy. So I, I will be
1: one in at least.
0: <laughs> that's right. Um, it's at this point we cut out to the lobby and Creed has arrived. He goes over to the the gift table, finds the largest gift, grabs the card that's attached to it, which happens to be the one that's got like the sweet metal calligraphy on it. Rips that off, puts his card on it, throws it in the garbage, and then walks in.
1: (laughs) Which what what a mogul move, right? Like, dude, oh my god! If I had to like third party a wedding, you know, like I don't really know this person, I'd I'd pull that off. That's gangster.
0: That's a gangster move. Why not, dude? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um. So back in the ceremony, things are wrapping up. The, the The priest says, "You know, and Phyllis, do you take Bob to be your lawfully wedded husband?" She says, I do. Michael decides at this point to yell out, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, Mr. and Mrs. Bob Vance. Uh, and it, you can
1: just hear a pin drop, dude. It's dead silent. Absolute quiet.
0: And Bob, do you take Phyllis to be your lovely wedding <laughs>
1: wife?
0: Michael's like, oh, God.
1: He goes, oh, shit. <laughs> like that into his chest. It's so funny.
0: But he won't uh he won't be outdone because as soon as Bob says I do and they tell him to kiss the bride, he, ten seconds later, he steps out again. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, Mr. Mrs. Bob Bay.
1: Dude, the commitment from Michael here is insane.
0: I think But it,
1: you know what? He's got those he's got those second wedding nerves. He's uh he's fighting through
0: it, so. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think it just communicates like Michael has, like, this is not Michael's day, but Michael has a plan for, like, all of these perfect moments, you yeah. know, that are going to happen in his mind. He's going to have this talk with Phyllis, but somebody farted. He's going <laughs> to yell out, ladies and gentlemen, Bob Vance, but he gets it wrong, but he's just got to, like, smash it through yep. every time. Oh, my gosh. He
1: was going to walk. He was going to walk her down the
0: aisle, and then her dad stood up. Like, That's it's, right. That's everything. That's right. And then Elbert saw a picture of the American flag and had all the energy he needed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, he remembered what it was like to kick those Nazi bums back right. home. That's
0: right. Freaking Elbert, dude. Um, so uh, the ceremony's over. It's time to party. Angela uh, comes to congratulate Phyllis and basically can't believe how white her dress is for some reason. <laughs>
1: Yeah, which classic line from Angela. She's like, let me uh, interrupt this person's having a good day and let them know something bad about them.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Michael entering in shakes Bob Vance's hand. Uh, If you lay a finger on Phyllis, I'll kill you. Bob Vance returns the favor by saying, if you lay a finger on Phyllis, I'll kill you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which, dude, Bob Vance would be a bad dude to have on you.
0: Bob, Bob Vance is like this close to being tony soprano right i mean yes
1: dude he's like oh i'm in uh refrigeration yeah for what real. is that <laughs> why do you have all these big fancy watches then and talking a scary deep voice like what are you actually refrigerating bodies
0: exactly oh connecting the dots caleb polk i love it um and I'm then the stringer what's that <laughs>
1: I so said, I'm the script straight. Like, oh, my God. Oh,
0: beautiful. It's Now it's here. It's documented forever. You can't get away. Um, and then uh, Michael sees Albert and says, and I quote, oh, you needed to sit back now, no? Huh? And you can probably hear me, can't you? <laughs> Gosh. So messed up. Um, so then uh, Dwight decides to congratulate Phyllis. But he also needs her to know that he is on the job. So he yeah. uh, he basically uh, he basically wants to know uh, uh, he wants a guest list and he wants pictures of all the caterers. And when <laughs> Phyllis doesn't have that information, we get a beautiful damn it Phyllis. Now <laughs> is this is this the first time that we've got a damn it Phyllis from Dwight?
1: It might be but this turns into a very loving friendship between the two. Of them. Yes. It so, will
0: not be the last time, I don't think that it we hear blooms. It blooms. <laughs> That's right. Yeah,
1: this is just this is just the bud of the bloom.
0: Mhm. Mhm. In the chat Brian Cavasso's. It's like the Bob Vance of our family. Which is true. Oh. There's a, we we have, there's a Bob Vance in that family as well.
1: Oh, dude, we got to we got to talk about it uh Porta That's right.
0: He'll shake your hand but then he could make you disappear. So watch out. <laughs>
1: Could be a uh, swimming with the fishes.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, then we cut over to one of the tables where Kelly and Pam are sitting together, and uh, Kelly's checking on her. Are you doing okay? Pam's like, I'm fine. She's like, Are you sure? Because uh, you like this is basically you were the one who was supposed to get married, and she says, If I were you, I would get super drunk and then tell somebody that I'm pregnant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is like. Oh, dude, classic Kelly response. Oh, my God! So good. Just, There's going to be
0: a meltdown, and she's going to steal the <laughs> She a, might steal do that anyways. There she you just go. Might, she
1: might do that anyways.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Lambert in oh, the chat.
1: Now she's here. I know. Andy. She's probably Hello? enjoying that
0: good bath bomb, and she's all up in the chat at the same time. Yeah, she's just also, relaxing. also,
1: <laughs> we forgot to mention happy, happy late birthday to Andy. That and is right. Like her birthday yesterday.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday, April 19th, was Andy Lambert's birthday. And yeah. I made her some homemade pancakes. I just want to brag on that for a second. Pancakes. That's right. Pan that hamburger is. with cheese. Um <laughs> then we cut to a very interesting situation where we see uh, there's this old dude who's in the buffet line and he's buttering a roll and then he pops <laughs> it into his pocket. <laughs> And Dwight is watching this unfold, and Dwight is, like, on the case here because he's like, okay, this guy's stealing the food. So he goes up, and he's like, hey, uh, how do you know the bride and the groom? And the guy's like, what? <laughs>
1: which, <laughs> which, would you chalk this up? Like, okay, we'll talk about this at Fort Richards because part of, like, old people is part of my wedding story. Yeah. But... <laughs> Old people are weird in general. At weddings, are super weird. If I was at a wedding and some old guy buttered a roll and put it in his pocket, I'd be like, "Ah, hey, he's having fun." You that's, know? Right, like, that's right. He's out here. They they played some Lionel Richie earlier. He loved, <laughs> it, you know. Um, and so I would be like, "Oh, this is regular old man behavior." But Dwight's a detective, you
0: know. That's right. So, he's uh, looking for wedding crashers.
1: Uh, part-time police enforcement
0: so. that's right that's right he is a volunteer sheriff's deputy and he's the bouncer for this evening so he sees this guy's got to be a wedding crasher he even asked him what is the bride and the groom's name and the guy's like oh well i uh why i don't know and <laughs> it's at that point that dwight escorts him out of the building <laughs> and we're gonna check in with him later because that's not the end of his story oh no Uh, we see uh, Michael uh, checking on Phyllis and uh, he just wants to make sure everything's going well and perfect for her. In fact, he says, how can I make things even more perfecter? Um, She says, just go enjoy the buffet. And he says, well, the chicken's a little undercooked. To which she replies, (laughs) that's because it's fish. And his response to that is, oh, I'll take care of it. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) chicken tastes like fish (laughs) what did we do
0: is it that or do you think is there a possibility that michael started telling people hey guys don't eat the chicken it's undercooked guys take this chicken back
1: yeah he'd be like trying to send it back to the kitchen is like massively undercooked uh
0: but we find out that he has like a pretty amazing palate he says he knows a lot about fine food and drinks he's holding a glass of white wine he sniffs it (sighs) like this this is a white
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's also described wines uh, in other episodes when he talks about, um, he says, an an oaky afterbirth. Oh, is isn't, that, the... isn't
0: that sound just so enticing to you?
1: <laughs> uh, sounds chunky. I don't know. I don't oh, like it. Oh,
0: geez. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm ruining it. I took it a step too far. I ruined it. I'm oh, sorry.
0: Oh, beautiful. So uh, it's here at this point that Scrantonicity is taking the stage that's right phyllis has hired kevin's band scrantonicity to play her wedding
1: that's Uh, right and and it's not just their first
0: wedding no it is not it's not their first wedding
1: nope this is wedding number three because they've also played for their bassist wedding and (laughs) our guitarist wedding
0: exactly now i love this because this is one of my favorite moments of this entire episode Before they're going to go into their first song, Kevin has to read uh, a a message to the audience. He says, "Hey everybody, um we're looking for Uncle Al. He has he's old, he has brown eyes and dementia. <laughs> His family is very worried. This is a very serious situation." <sighs> t- t- t-
1: right, <laughs> into <it! laughs> right into it. dude i love that he is like he's just so stoked to play this show you know, this oh my gosh i also love how he throws dementia in almost like a characteristic trait he's uh he's
0: old super brown old
1: eyes dementia drives a cadillac oh
0: my gosh <laughs> best friends with Albert. they were in the same platoon <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he, and Albert, he and Albert served together and now
0: <laughs> oh my gosh um so Scrantonicity takes the stage, and they are just rocking the house. Uh, Roy comes and sits down next to Pam and comments on how nice the wedding is. And it's at this point where Pam points out, uh, this was supposed to be our wedding. Phyllis stole all of our ideas. And we even find out that like the flowers were the same flowers that they got on like their first date or something like that. Yeah. Um, and we find out that, uh, or Roy kind of admits, like, yeah, you know, I, I I wasn't really too involved in the planning, was I? And so they start to kind of make a little bit of a connection there. And um, he says something interesting there. He says, which is really interesting because I'm the one who wanted to get married. Oh, so is this is he insinuating that like Pam never really wanted to marry him, or that she was never serious about getting married? Like, what's your take know, on but that?
1: But if that's that's true, that's a massive curveball because like that could have also been her stalling. Knowing that, like, I'm stuck in this weird friendship relationship with Jim, and like, I don't want to commit to Roy. Back in the day, so she, so, so,
0: so when we ha- when we initially hear her process throughout the first few episodes, we're hearing that, like, oh, we've been engaged for like three years, and everybody's going, like, oh, geez, come on, Roy, get going. But maybe she was the one who was kind of dragging her feet a little bit. A hey, moment. I, uh,
1: I don't know which way is up here. I'll tell you that, but. uh <laughs> Uh, no, I, I don't know. For I could have like that could have been a way that she could have stalled to potentially have a chance with Jim. Oh baby, well, Which massive curveball.
0: Indeed, we'll talk about a massive curveball because we find out that <laughs> the man that Dwight escorted out of the building and the man that Kevin called Uncle Al, who is old with brown eyes and dementia, is the same person. And he has officially hit the streets. He's just walking around, like (laughs) obstructing traffic and talking to himself. He
1: he is a presence wherever he goes.
0: That's right. Um, As we go back to the wedding, though, uh, they have moved on to the speech portion. And I don't know who this guy is, but he is wrapping up. And his final line is, Phyllis, you're a wonderful woman.
1: And a hell of a bowler. (laughs) Which, that's... I want to hang out with that crew. Let's go bowling. I love Lebowski. I've watched it twice. Would you you imagine...
0: Do you imagine Phyllis, like, kills it in the alley?
1: Oh, dude. I can imagine her being, like, an easy, like, high 200s bowler.
0: Dang.
1: Like, for sure. Like, some sort of weird, like, mom hobby.
0: (laughs) She's got her own you know. ball with her name engraved on it. Yeah. It says it's Phyllis like, uh, Easy Rider Vance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Um, Passing a little 12-pounder there, going for power, huh? That's
0: right. Uh, so then as that guy's speech wraps up, Michael comes and takes the microphone And says, and I quote, for the next 40 minutes, I'm going to be your tour guide through the life of Bob and Phyllis. I would have
1: audibly booed right here. Oh, heck yeah. Boo!
0: (laughs) Boo! I think when Bob Vance grabs the microphone, again, you hear somebody yell, it's a miracle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But he basically, uh, he's basically going to give a super long wedding speech. He starts out introducing himself like three or four times.
1: He introduced. I caught that too. Like four <laughs> times, he says, "Well, if you don't know me, my name is Michael Scott." That's right. Uh, it's how he starts like four different sentences.
0: But I love that where he goes is Webster's Dictionary <laughs> defines wedding as the joining of two hot metals. And you two are like two medals, gold medals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you're gonna pause for the clap because he pauses and then he's like, "I'll get the clap going myself." Oh my god! It's almost he thinks he's like doing the keynote speech at like a president's dinner or something.
0: I know, dude.
1: It's so funny.
0: It's I love I love though that his he he basically gives the definition of welding doesn't think twice about it and his go-to nope. when he's thinking about okay how do I how do I join this uh, how do I make this applicable okay well they're like they're like two they're like two gold medals <laughs> <laughs> it's the nicest thing that's the nicest thing he ever said about Phyllis is that she is like a gold medal so there you go that's right um, and then we cut to a talking head where he basically left us know that um, when he's public speaking he likes to try out three to four openers when time is not a factor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I guess 40 minutes is not a factor There you go. So.
0: No, at a wedding, you know, it's just open mic, just go for it. Um, and when we cut back, he is uh, at this point going into his spiel about, uh, you know, today she does look pretty matronly, but back in high school her nickname <laughs> was Easy Rider, and that's when Bob Vance is like, nope, you're done. No,
1: sir. <laughs> I think, yeah, so Bob Vance comes in and he stands up and he takes the mic and he says, I think he says, you're out of here. And Michael goes, no, you're out of (laughs) here.
0: And as he's manhandled off the stage, he goes back to that wedding with his mom and Jeff and decides once again that the best thing to do is to yell out the words, I hate you. (laughs) Do you think he wet his pants backstage?
1: Yes, 100% he (laughs) wets his pants, dude. He just got flashbacked like 50 years right there. That's right. So I love that he turns around and yells, I hate you, dude, (laughs) immediately. To Bob Vance. It's so good.
0: Uh, We cut back to the dance floor, and Scrantonicity is tearing it up again. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Kevin just... Owning that fedora, like nobody. Real
1: does. talk, right here. Would you let Scrinicity legit play your wedding? Oh man! But like for real.
0: Okay, let me put it this way. Okay, when I, and this is not an embarrassing story. We're saving the embarrassing and awkward wedding stories for poor Richards. Come join us afterwards. Three bucks a month gets you access. So this is yeah. not an embarrassing one. This is just real talk. So at our wedding, um, Andy's dad offered to hire a mariachi band.
1: Oh, dude! To come yes. play our
0: wedding, and w- we we were young and dumb, okay, and we said yes, but like only if it's for like an hour during the dinner. And we were getting married, like kind of out of town, somewhere far away. And he was like, "Well, if I hire them, they're not just going to come and play for an hour. Like they, they just yeah. they won't say yes to that." And so it didn't end up happening. And we got Did a he DJ, say, or
1: you could get the bassist for four hours. <laughs>
0: Just a guy with a trumpet. <laughs> um, so we said we said no and we got a DJ. That is probably one of the biggest regrets. We, oh, we could have had dude. a freaking mariachi band at our wedding. Yes. And they would have tore it up so bad. So, I would
1: have freaking went wild at your wedding if there was a mariachi <laughs> band, dude.
0: So, uh, man, here's what I would say. I'm afraid that if I said no to Scrantonicity that I would regret it as much as saying no to a mariachi band. So, yes. I because
1: think... even when people 50 years from now are like, they may not even remember whose wedding it was, but I'll <laughs> say it. Remember when we were at that wedding and that guy in the drummer fedora played Roxanne like 14
0: times? And it was beautiful?
1: Um, <laughs> and it was awesome. You know, yeah, 100% they'd play our wedding. Listen, my wife and I, when we got introduced back into the venue, we came into a Star Wars Cantina song. So like, <laughs> I'm not scared of uh, I'm not scared of any abstract music. Let's let's get Scratnessity in here, dude.
0: Oh, that's freaking awesome! Yeah, dude. Uh... Scrantonicity, let's do Roxanne for our first dance. Roxanne for mom and (laughs) mother-son dance. Father-daughter dance. Just everything is Roxanne.
1: (laughs) Everything is Roxanne. Oh, my
0: gosh. Um, So Scrantonicity is back on stage. They're tearing it up. Uh, Jim and Pam uh, meet at the bar. And Jim is kind of teasing Pam about getting out there and dancing. And she's saying it would be a disaster. He says it would be cute. Okay. Yeah. So then we cut to a talking head of Jim. And he says, "I mean, hypothetically, if if I knew that Pam was interested, you know, but no, but it's just it's completely hypothetical." And then he walks away.
1: Yeah, where are you? Uh, where are you going, Jim?
0: He's still with Karen at this point, is he not? Official? No, he
1: he is. He is.
0: Jim Jimothy, what are you?
1: <laughs> Jimothy, what are Big you tuna. doing?
0: I know the tuna is about to get on the hook if he's not careful. Yep. He's making some bad choices here. Um back at the front door, Michael tries to sneak in behind a bridesmaid, but Dwight catches him and he says, I have to bounce you, and it brings me no pleasure. <laughs>
1: Which I would love to get bounced by Dwight. Also, what's really funny too is before this, it like cuts to a window scene and you can see Michael's head bobbing up and down because he's looking through the window, (laughs) trying to like see what's happening because he's having FOMO and like missing everything.
0: That's right. That's right. And hey, if you're watching on Instagram live, we're coming up on the hour mark pretty soon here. So the feed will cut and then we'll just relaunch it immediately so you can rejoin if you want to do that. Um, Boom. So... Scrantonicity, uh, again. They're just tearing it up. Jim uh, is slow dancing with Karen yeah. Filipelli, and Pam is noticing. She's sort of like staring longingly at Jim as he slow dances with her. They make eye contact. Yeah. Pam kind of looks away, panics, gets up, walks out, and we see that you know Jim kind of, you know, he he notices this as well, and he's a little bit distraught, like.
1: Dude, 100%. they're going – they're going to have a
0: moment. Are they not? It's going to happen. This is,
1: like, this is like junior high dance and like she has a crush on him. He's got a crush on her. They're with two different people. They know it's know. not right. Like, And then they're looking at each other. They slightly lock eyes on the dance floor. Yeah, I – this is uh, – also though I'm like, come on, Pam. like freaking – this is also after – you know, Roy's des- destroyed uh freaking poor Richards with the jet ski money.
0: I know they're and, still like, recovering by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like what do you? I think the, I think like $3 the at a time. The wedding is like, <laughs> <Okay. yeah. laughs> I think like the emotion of the wedding is like driving her to think like that for sure.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I mean, what? okay. Wait, actually I just thought about this. Didn't Kevin give the Scrantonicity tape to her as a audition tape to play yes. at Pam's Wedding too, So, like, yes. another thing that Phyllis stole, basically. Yep, Dang. that's right. Uh, so, it's at this point, though, that Scrantonicity decides to change it up. They're not playing anything by Sting or the police. Uh, instead, they're playing a song by Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a blast from the 90s. Yes, dude. And what's even more cringy is that Roy walks up to Pam and he's like, Hey, I noticed they're playing our song. <laughs>
1: which you're like no dude that's uh that's not do you do you and your wife have a song
0: rob oh yeah i mean yeah we do um dang it okay so we have one that uh once again okay this is i can give this away this isn't a, this isn't a, a embarrassing or awkward and if we cut off on instagram we will go live again if it's in the middle of the story i'll wait for you that's
1: um, yes, right we're on the edge of our seats right here
0: so okay so back in the day there, there was a song by Keith Urban called Making Memories of Us and it's like super sappy love <laughs>
1: song Nice.
0: so like that was our song for a while and uh, actually at a Keith Urban concert in his huge arena he's playing that song live that's where I get down on one knee propose and she says yes and it was interesting it was funny because when that song played i asked her if she wanted to dance and and it's like a lower song so like everybody's sitting down and uh so we stand up and we're slow dancing in the aisle and there's like people sitting behind us and there's like this jerk back there with like his friends and he's like sit down oh it says two minutes remaining so ladies and gentlemen we'll go live again don't leave this yeah. uh, wait so, so
1: he's, he's like heckling you guys yes, right
0: now yes so he's like, Dude, he's like sit we can't see you down in front Oh, he's like being a jerk just being such a jerk so then like halfway through the song I get down show the ring and I say you know will you marry me And, uh, it's funny because she, she couldn't, she didn't like say anything initially. She was just like crying and so surprised. And so then my response to her was, well, will you? And then she said, (laughs) yeah. But what's funny is that as we're putting the ring and like hugging and all that stuff, the ladies back, like the guy behind us, who's being a jerk and all the ladies with him, you hear the ladies being like, like, oh my god, oh my god, and then they start slapping him. They're like, you're such a jerk, and he's like, I didn't know, I didn't know this was gonna happen. Uh, you're such,
1: such a jerk, Tyler. I, I didn't know, I didn't know, dude. And then they were high-fiving
0: yeah. us and hugging us and all that stuff. But
1: that's awesome, dude. That's that's a pretty cool one,
0: yeah. So I don't
1: know if uh, Ferris and I don't really like have like a song song, we, we haven't danced a... to everything, yeah. She came, i like, I, I still remember like the song she like came down the aisle to, but. I uh,
0: I'm gonna get in trouble for this. I can't even remember what one we dance to. Oh baby, careful. Yeah, K-O-K-O. I know. How many years you guys get in been trouble.
1: married? This is year four.
0: We do have another song. Uh, it's a it's it's like a newer one now. It's a song by Johnny Swim. Oh dang, Andy's in the chat right now. Frick. Uh, it's the uh, how does it go? It's that. Oh, uh, it's that Johnny Swim. Um.
1: I'm not tracking here, dude. I'm just leaving they you They could again.
0: write stories, they could sing songs. They don't make fairy sweet and You know that song? I'm not getting it.
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't
1: know what that one is. Yeah,
0: it's Johnny Swim. Go listen to some Johnny Swim. You'll enjoy yourself. Oh, dang. Anyways, super long rabbit trail, but uh, yeah, wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was Ju- that's right. It was Jewel. It was, their song was Jewel. Oh, nice! You can't get worse than that. <laughs> if anybody's song out there is is if if Jewel is your song, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Um. So we find out that uh, Roy actually gave. They're surprised that Scrantonicity is playing something that's not Sting or the Police, and we find out it's because Roy slipped him a twenty to play the song. So Roy is like getting romantical up in here. He's taking
1: on? he's taking advantage of like he knows like. Pam is missing me a little bit right now, and I'm going to capture
0: this. Heck yeah, heck yeah. He asks if she wants to dance, and she says yes. And then he doesn't take her to the floor. He takes her outside. And so Roy and Pam are dancing outside. We also then find out that Dwight and Angela are secretly dancing outside, which... This is Michael's opportunity to sneak back in. The bouncer is distracted.
1: <laughs> I know. Which, like, take take your shot right here, Mike. Get back on the dance floor.
0: He's too busy sitting on a park bench alone, singing Jewel outside. <laughs> but uh, we find uh, Pam and Roy out there dancing, and Roy says, "Do you want to get out of here?" And she says,
1: "Yes." No, Pam. No. What are you doing? No, Pam. I'm a right i a ding dong right here. Like, what are you? Come
0: on. Emphasis on the ding dong.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Emphasis on the ding dong.
0: (laughs) She, uh, they go back in, they get her jacket and they are leaving together. And Jim definitely takes notice of this. And it's at this point where he makes it super clear. Hey, I'm happy. You know what? I'm happy. I'm excited that I'm with Karen and we get Karen (laughs) up on the stage singing some awesome karaoke and uh jim is uh, all about it and uh, he's trying to forget about pam is that what's going on
1: that's here That's right i think he's uh i think he's trying to focus that like oh yeah karen's fun that's why i'm with her or whatever i don't know but like he looks like he's having fun with karen again which is that's weird right.
0: dude, everything she does is magic bro
1: <laughs> karen filipella <laughs> she's crushing that karaoke that's dude right. which uh, after this we gotta go karaoke dude oh dude
0: i'm down i'm so what's your I, uh, what's your karaoke song
1: Oh, anything, dude. Just pop it in. I don't, preferably like '90s rap, a little bit of salt and pepper or something. Oh, but, okay. You know. You don't um, have like a go-to. Well, probably like if I'm trying to freaking get the get the room lit. Yeah. It's, uh I want to dance with somebody. If I Houston, oh, for sure, baby. Oh, You that's play so that good. song at a funeral and the dead dude wakes up. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it is. It gets the room going, and so yeah. That's good. We got we got to we got a karaoke after this. Man. That's a good
0: one. Mine is uh I had the time of my life by uh, from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> oh, yes. But I, but I do it solo and I do the guy and the girl part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a banger, dude. That's a that's a solid one.
0: It's a oh, crowd pleaser, I'll tell you that right now. Especially when I hit those high lady notes. Oh baby, they love it. Um it's time to throw the bouquet. And it is Toby's date who catches the bouquet and Toby is ecstatic about this.
1: <laughs> Did you also notice that Ryan is standing with all the ladies and jumps up to swat it away from Kelly? Oh,
0: no, I totally missed that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's on the far left side of the screen, but you see Ryan jump up and try to get it out of Kelly's hands.
0: <laughs> oh, so dang. Good. No, I totally missed that. That's little awesome. Nugget in there. Um. So yeah, so Toby's date catches the bouquet and he is stoked so, uh, Tobes. Wedding bells for Tobes.
1: And he, go, he co- looks at the camera and goes, Toby! Toby! <laughs> he's so excited.
0: If I was there, man, I would have I would have given him a nice pat on the back and been like, "Oh to go, Tobes. Toby,
1: you freaking rocket, dude.
0: We go outside, and Michael is still sitting on the bench, and he's out there with Uncle Al. And they have a great conversation about how Michael and Phyllis are great together, how the Celtics were a great team, <laughs> <laughs> and that Uncle Al often just, he has to do it himself, and not even his doctor knew what to do, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I love that Michael's like, hey, can you just stick with me, I listened to you for 30 minutes,
1: <laughs> I know, can you please stick with me for three Yeah. <laughs>
0: But uh, Bob, Vance, and Phyllis are leaving. They're making their grand exit. There's a parade behind them. Everybody's excited.
1: In an HVAC repair van, by the way, which... Oh, I, I move,
0: totally dude. missed that as well. Dang yeah, it. Dude, That's he's, awesome. He's
1: rolling off in the HVAC van. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Friggin' Bob Vance. There's some bodies back there, right?
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: <laughs> he's got some like smuggling compartments in that. Like
1: Yeah, he's the Tony Soprano of Scranton.
0: Dude. Dude, I'm telling you. Um, But as they are making their way to the vehicle and everybody's celebrating, Michael stops Phyllis. He hasn't been able to get back in and see her. So he stops her. And he wants to apologize. And he just feels really bad. He just wanted the day to be perfect. And good for Phyllis. She looks over and says, oh, man, you found Uncle Al. Good for you. She, you know, thank you. She gives him a kiss. And for Michael, it's like, all right, I'm good. You know?
1: I think in that moment, too, he's like, okay, I completed the wedding. Like, yeah. I did it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Phyllis knew exactly. He just needed a thank you and an acknowledgement. Yeah. And you did something awesome, and so that was great. Yeah. Um, and so as the episode is wrapping up, Michael is reflecting and uh, just says, you know, hey, you know, they say your wedding goes by so fast that a lot of times you don't even get a piece of cake, which actually was true for Andy at our wedding.
1: What? She didn't even
0: get a piece of our wedding cake. She was too busy schmoozing and having the time of her life.
1: Listen, I know Andy. She probably spent the whole night talking. She yeah, she
0: was just so excited to it. Yeah, yeah. see everybody and all that stuff that by the end of it, she was like, I, I, I didn't even get a piece of cake. I couldn't believe it.
1: Nobody saved her a piece of cake, dude. I you know what,
0: and you know what's crazy about it the most? I took a break and had a piece of cake, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, uh, I set aside time for cake. You see, I carved that out as part of my day. Um, we, we didn't actually, we had like a little small cake, but we did peach cobbler was like our main dessert. Oh um, yeah. Actually we did peach cobbler and rice Krispies. Cause that's my favorite dessert. And Ferris's favorite dessert is rice Krispies. And so we did both.
0: Well, what's, what's <laughs> and, a lot of people nowadays are doing like donuts, like a donut bar and stuff. Have you seen that? That was
1: our, uh, yeah, we did like an exit. Um, like that was our thank you gift was voodoo donuts in Austin. Super, oh, super dang. great it's from Portland. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they had an Austin location. Then we got married in Austin. And so, yeah, we like our, our going away, like, parting gift was, like, a box of, like, two or three Voodoo Donuts. Dang. Oh, dude, so, that's,
0: that's – Dude,
1: that's top classy, so. Caleb
0: Pohl. Classy. That's what I'm saying. Hey, to say that.
1: <laughs> listen, we'll get into some more of that wedding in uh, poor Richard's. Commentary. Excellent.
0: Oh, I love it. Um, so, yeah, he says uh, your wedding – they say your wedding day goes by so fast. So a lot of times you don't even get a piece of cake. And he says, but I say let the meat cake. And you know who said that? Margaret Thatcher about marriage. (laughs) Smart broad.
1: Which, why? Like, why are you bringing a Margaret Thatcher quote into here?
0: No, but that's the joke. It wasn't Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) It wasn't about marriage.
1: I'm too dumb to even get it. I was like, I don't,
0: what? So, my under, like, I I could totally botch this. So, if there's a history buff out there, they can totally correct this later on. Oh,
1: we're about to get freaking unloaded on.
0: Here you go. Here's what it was it was back when Marie Antoinette was like the honcho and there were like people banging down her door in rebellion because they didn't have enough food and and like basically the yeah. the peasants weren't feeling like they were being taken care of and they didn't have enough and her yeah. response they're
1: like we can't grow no more wheat
0: that's right. no way else
1: to put the wheat that's right we The do over here lots of wheat is wheat <laughs> sorry
0: and so when she when they said hey they're hungry they have no food they're angry because there's nothing to eat she said let them eat cake. Oh, Yeah, gangster. I think I, a, I, I think they cut her head like, off after that. I could be wrong. Cake I could be wrong. was <laughs>
1: probably worth, like, an equivalent of, like, a million dollars to us today. Yeah. Because, like... They don't have. They didn't have sugar.
0: I probably, They've, I probably botched that story, so somebody can correct that. But like, more or less, she was being a big jerk and was basically like, "Oh, let him eat cake. Eh, I don't care." And then I think they cut her head off. I'm pretty sure. So,
1: <laughs> oh, they're like, "Remember that cake joke? All I wanted was <laughs> some wheat." <laughs>
0: um, and then uh, as as the episode wraps up, we get that last moment where uh, Bob Vance and Phyllis are feeding each other the wedding cake. Uh, And Michael inserts himself and tries to give her a napkin and then grabs a piece of cake. It says, do me, get me, get me and smashes it on himself. And it's uh, just, again, it's cringe. And uh,
1: so weird.
0: It's it's interesting, though, because it's like this. You just Michael wants like he wants these moments. You know what I mean? Like he wants to be married. Like it's cringe and it's also like kind of (laughs) sad. Yeah. Dang it, Michael. Um, all right. So that brings us to the end of the episode as always like to throw it out to you guys and hear some of the feedback and some of the things that you loved about it. Um, we got a few here. Uh, we, we have, we have quite a few here. I'm going to hit some of the, uh, some of the bangers. Let's do it. Um, so we got smiley Sarah. So this is over on Instagram. We got smiley Sarah. Joe says when Kelly gives Pam the advice on what to do. And Pam is like, that's a lot of good ideas. (laughs) The, why don't you get drunk and tell somebody you're pregnant? (laughs) Um, uh, over on Instagram True Jedi 48 says Michael feeling upstage by Phyllis's dad walking down the aisle. Dang it, Albert. <laughs> Why do you got to do that? Uh, Je- uh. Over on Instagram Jessica Wilkinson when Michael gives the definition of welding instead of wedding and doesn't even seem to question it at all. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Oh. You two are like two medals. Two gold medals. <laughs> That's <right>. I'm clapping. <laughs> It's beautiful uh and then uh we'll head over to Twitter for ladies and gentlemen tried and true oh yes at Trump boner man Trump man he had so much feedback that he wrote it in notes and posted a picture of it this guy this guy he's just invested bro he wants
1: he's he's going the extra mile we appreciate it
0: he did his homework it's epic this is what he says there's so much to love about this episode another great showcase so this is what he says you have michael's wedding backstory paying off with the i hate you after being removed from the toast (laughs) yes scrantonicity he loves which and then he says kevin is a pretty good drummer which any drummer who can sing and play i mean
1: dude
0: insane amazing uh, he's no Phil Collins, but that's all right. Um, he <laughs> says, Michael trying to push Phyllis's dad uh, back into the wheelchair when he tries to stand up. Yes. Uh, so good. Phyllis stealing all of Pam's wedding ideas. Kelly suggested response to Pam. Roy really trying his hardest to win Pam back and succeeding, even if it's just for now. Dwight escorting the wedding crasher away. <laughs> Uncle Al's near tragedy <laughs> at the intersection. And Toby with a hottie, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Toby, just pulling out all the game.
0: He says, but if I really had to pick one, it would be the Shrut's being married in their own graves. Uh, It carried all the way through the series, which we're not going to get into any spoilers. Uh, And anyway, I love you guys. I hope you and your families are all safe from the world. We appreciate that. Hope you're doing well as... Hope you're doing well as well. That sounds...
1: (laughs) Yeah, well well as well as it Allow myself
0: to introduce myself <laughs> dang it uh, so yeah hey as always guys thank you for uh, for chiming in there we love to to hear what you thought and to interact with you in that way and now let's head over to that good Dunder Mifflin subreddit and look at some quality content and as always if you look in the show notes you will see a link that says Dundee winner click on that and you can see what we are seeing Caleb Polk are you pulling it up over there
1: I had just pulled it up as it's <laughs> It's
0: good. Okay. (laughs) That's a good one. So the reason I picked this is just today, Andy and I were having a conversation where I was saying, man, you know, this quarantine thing, it's going on for a while and stuff. And I said, you know, if you were a high schooler right now or like a college student, like to some degree, this is... Like, early summer vacation, like, this is kind of like a bomb time. Like, I'm imagining if I was that age, like, I would be rocking this time off so hard.
1: (laughs) Dude. Okay, so it's funny. Earlier you brought up, hey, I've started riding my Razor scooter, reading Mad Magazine again. Uh, I have reverted to this as well with, like, video games. On Saturday night, I was up till 4 a.m., and I was like, who am I?
0: Then this meme is going to speak to your heart, Caleb Polk, because
1: this this is is so good. (laughs)
0: So the title of the post is Awkward Congrats. And it's the meme format of uh, young Michael Scott with the long hair shaking the hand of Ed Truck. And Ed Truck looks so proud. And Michael Scott looks like he doesn't know what's going on. And it says, for Ed Truck, it says, My dad commending me for showing some initiative and getting up early. And then for Michael Scott, it says, Me, who was gaming all night and I haven't gone to bed yet. (laughs)
1: So good,
0: dude. Dude, I've had, uh, back in the day, I had some of those nights. I am not going to lie.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I felt like garbage the next day for sure. So. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> it was fun.
0: But there you go. So uh, we're going uh, to send a uh, Dundee over to user AllStar109. So go let them know that they won and uh, that they're putting out some quality content. Oh, baby. Yeah. Quality. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening as always. Uh, Make sure you uh, subscribe and leave us that good rating on iTunes. We'll read it live on the air if it's a five-star, and we really appreciate it. Come check us out at the After Party at Poor Richard's over on Patreon, patreon.com slash anofficepod. Three bucks a month will get you access hours of bonus content. And tonight we're talking awkward or weird, embarrassing wedding stories. It's going to be yeah. beautiful. <laughs> you
1: got you to gotta come to this one for sure.
0: And uh, as always, make sure you do your homework. Uh, next week, you're going to want to have watched Season 3, Episode 16, Business School. And the description says this, while Pam enters an art exhibition, Ryan brings Michael to his business class as a guest speaker. Back at yes. the office, Dwight tries to capture a bat. <laughs> it's going to be a good one.
1: We're timing these up just perfect. It's been... Oh, I know. Oh, geez.
0: That's ridiculous. And until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Caleb. And this was everybody, everybody in the, the conference, conference room.
1: room. With a little bit of a delay. Uh, still bad.
0: I waited for you to say it, and then I joined you. Oh, I hope that oh, worked. We'll see if it's we'll synced it. up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll
1: get it like week 38 or
0: something. It's beautiful. Hey, have a good night, everybody.